This is a Hot Pie Media Original. Welcome back to Overcome with Justin Wren and for part two of my good friend, Jeffrey Meadows, uh, my boxing coach, also my sponsor in recovery, just a, just a brother, just a guy that really wants to help me that I can go to at any time for anything. In this episode, we're going to be diving deep into my personal journey and where I am at right now. But as a reminder, since this is part two, please go listen to part one before you jump into part two. Uh, I think you would really benefit from knowing where Jeff has come from, what he has overcome, and how he is currently helping me in my journey. This episode is, I mean, he just shared from his heart some things that he sees. And I'll be honest, both part one and part two were really good. I'm so grateful for them. But it's almost like therapy or, or a heart-to-heart with, with a friend that you might not want to share uh, on a podcast with people that you might not know. But at the same time, I, I've, I've seen from sharing my struggles, it helps somebody else. So I'm trying to be really real and authentic and uh, I don't know, trying. And so uh, hopefully, hopefully this will help you wherever you are at today. If you know someone else that's struggling with addiction or mental health, uh, please uh, send this out to them if you'd like. If you enjoy the show, please rate, review, uh, subscribe, and, and let us know how we can get better. And uh, just so, so grateful for the fans of this show, the ones that have been reaching out to me on social media, leaving comments and sharing this out. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, buckle up buttercup because this one, we went deep. Thanks. I want to shift to, if it's all right. Yeah. um, I want to shift to relapses and for me, because one of the purposes of us having this podcast was that, um, was that I had a, uh, you know, that I'm, I'm about to go to treatment. I'm about to go to treatment. And the way that the universe organized is I'm actually going to be able to go to the treatment center that you, you work at. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I'm really grateful for that. And, uh, or one of the treatment centers you work at and, it's it's a huge opportunity for me to get a new experience in the 12 steps because I I did it at I did it at um so anyways for the listeners if you had no idea I am I have been struggling the last couple of weeks for sure and I relapsed and I scared myself and I I scared a few of the people around me or worried them they were concerned and I need to go get help. And you're part of that process, Jeff, and I'm so grateful for it. And you've been my sponsor, but in just true honesty, like I haven't, we, we did work the first three steps or maybe I just. Well, you had to. Yeah. You had to. Yeah. But then I think the fourth step, maybe, maybe some of those resentments that I don't want to look at towards some people real close in my life, like family, um, I, I, I avoided it. And then I got busy. And I'm starting a podcast and then I'm helping with a lot of other stuff in my life. And so you want me to be honest with you? Yeah. You knew it was coming a mile away. I told Matt, yeah. I told Matt on our boat party because we had a, a, a appreciation boat party for all of our members. And I told Matt, I said, Justin's going to relapse very soon. 
And it's not the thing is, it's just because my personal opinion, I love you to death, but you got sober for the wrong reasons. You didn't do it for yourself. If you want to be transparent, my personal opinion, you did it because it's what needed to be done. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and, and it's a good thing though. Like, like all this, all this stuff that we're talking about, it's a really good thing because this is, this is your story. This, this is who you are. And, and I promise you this because of, um, there's a lot of stigma around relapses. Mm. One of my very good friends died. He relapsed and he was a, one of the pillars in this recovery. And because he felt like he couldn't get honest and seek help because he was the go-to guy to helped hundreds of men. It killed him. It killed him. He just had a fucking, a, a newborn. No, no. I think, the, I think the man you're talking about, I, I grew up with actually is this Joe Seppi. Oh no, actually yeah. someone else. Yeah. So everybody knows Joe, man. And, yeah. and, and the, 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 the thing is, is like you relapsed. All right, fuck it. Do something about it. Hmm. Dude, like, it, it's not that, and it, it's a numbers game. Like, fuck dude. You like you, you smoke pot and you drank for seven days out of a year or some shit. Like that's some pretty good fucking odds. Like, that's great. You know what I mean? Like you got to start looking at it through a different lens. Yeah. It, it's, it's not a bad thing because a relapse is a fucking opportunity. And a lot of people don't see it that way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I saw it as, um, yeah, I'm going to lose everything. And I don't know. I just, I, I broke my own trust yeah. and, um, and then I felt like I couldn't get, I, I, I was honest with the people closest to me, sort of. But it was after I went and, and I hid. It. So you love it? Sorry. Yeah, it's, yeah I, it's, I was. And then how do we how do we even say this? So this is we're fucking doing a podcast about about my relapse. And, <laughs> and uh, you know what? I love it. At, at first I, you know, there's this war inside of me that's like, you know, this is you're gonna look weak or uh, that's or, that or cake that shaking that we yeah. talked about in the beginning of the podcast. That's, that's Justin, that's addict Justin in a cage shaking, the self-doubt, the self-pity, character assassination, the poor me, the, the, I'm going to lose everything. That's addict Justin. Mm -hmm. that's, your cage is shaking yeah. right now. And on the flip side, there's something inside of me that is really excited and grateful. Yeah. And there's no way in hell that I'm not going to treatment and that I'm not completing it and I'm not getting a new experience and I'm not completing the 12 steps with you, my man. Yeah. And, uh, so I am, I mean, there is, there has been a big perspective shift for me. That's yeah. like, let's, let's do this. Yeah. But the fun part is your words don't mean shit. Yeah. Men and women in recovery, we could sell salt to a slug or water to a whale. The thing is, is we lost the ability to apologize. And I lost the ability to tell you what I'm going to do fucking years ago. Hmm. Our words hold no fucking weight. Yeah. You think if I called my mom that today, it might have a little bit of meaning, right? Because I, I've had some sobriety and I've really uh, showed her that I, I've implemented. But first couple of years, if I call my mom and say, hey, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, she don't give a fuck. She don't care. My sister doesn't care that I'm sorry. Right. You know, it's like the only thing that matters for individuals like us, brother, is footwork. Yeah. Action. You know, so it, it sounds good. It sounds great. Sure. But, you know, time will tell. Sure. Well, I guess I'm, I guess I'm kind of saying it to myself more than anybody, anyone yeah. listening or even you, like whenever I s pretty much in, in, in many ways, I know me and I know that I could die from this and I know I don't want to. And 
I thought I, I used to think I was always going to. And after this relapse, I didn't, I didn't think that. And I know I can, I know I don't want to have this false sense of security. Cause I, I, right now I'm in a very, very vulnerable place, right? Like yeah. a, a very vulnerable place. But I guess what I mean is like, I've, I've done a lot of the things that I've set out to do. And finally I feel like I'm going to do this. And for me, it's all about action, right? Like mm-hmm. I can do action. I can do that. And I'm tired of saying words around recovery and I'm excited to go do it. And what would you say for someone going into, into treatment? Like I'm about to, what would you say is, is some helpful tips or tricks of like mindset? What mindset do you need and what, what actions do you need to take? Like I'm about to go back in here. What would you say to me going back in here? But maybe there's someone listening that, that for one, um, since you're going back is it's imperative that you have a new experience, everything that Mm. you think, you know, you need to throw it out the window. Uh, so the root word for humility, okay, is hummus. And that's with one M and it's Latin for dirt or soil. Okay. So I'm gonna repeat that. The root word for humility is hummus with one M and it's Latin for dirt or soil. So you're building yourself from the ground up. You need to experience some real humility. You need to go in there and you need to rebuild yourself from the ground up. Mm. And you've got, it's one of the only ways to humble yourself. You have to experience some type of humility prior to truly humbling yourself. I don't know of any ways that you could experience some real humbleness without humiliate, without experience humility first. Does that make sense? So go in there, not, don't go in there as the big pygmy. Don't go in there as the Viking, the albino rhino. You need to go in there as Justin. All these fucking stage characters, bro, they're going to kill you if you don't truly focus on Justin. That's my biggest advice for you. You're not going in there to increase the big pygmy's life. Yeah. You're going in there to increase the longevity of Justin Wren's life. I'm going in there to save my life. Correct. Well, that's a byproduct of doing what you need to do. End of the day, this is who we are. We struggle with mental health and addiction. You can't control that. You could embrace it and you could learn how to live with it and you could utilize it and turn it into something good. Yeah. There's two alternatives to this deal. Um, We're going to either die an alcoholic death or end up in some type of jails or institution, or we're going to live by some type of spiritual principles. There we there is we don't do cocaine on the weekend like a gentleman that mm-hmm. that doesn't exist in our life. We can't fucking drink at a ball game and have one and put it down. I know I can't anyway. I can't either. It, it, it's I need more. So the thing is, it's black or white. You shit or you get off the pot. There is no middle of the road. There's no well. Let me work fucking the first two steps or here. Let me go. Let me only do this five days a week. You're invested or you're not. This just is what it is. It, it's really black and white. Yeah. All in, mm-hmm. all in invested. Yeah. And you're going to touch hot stoves. You're going to, you're, it's going to get challenging. You're going to get pissed off. You're a human being. You know what I mean? Um, that's just the nature of the game. Um, but at the end of the day, like there is a, an amazing light at the end of the tunnel and it's fucking, life is pretty fucking cool. You know, you just gotta, it's 12 steps. It's not 10,000 million, 26 and a half steps. It's 12 fucking steps. Just do the work. Just do the work. Yep. Just do the work. Yeah. Whenever, whenever you said that about seven days in a year, I think that that 
it's 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 funny with with Chris. We we both know Chris. In fact, you're the reason I know Chris. Or yeah. actually, I, you're the reason we were able to help Chris. Right. Because you took me into well, not me. It was just the u- just, universe. Right. Yeah. Well, if you didn't take me to Recovery Unplugged, I wouldn't have met. Jason right. and, mm-hmm. and Ryan, and then they wouldn't have introduced me. And then to now Tony Dave. works with Chris, and it's yeah. just crazy. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's Beautiful. amazing. It's amazing. And now, now Chris is in in boxing, kickboxing, or doing Muay Thai three days a week, be, and going to do a peer recovery coach. And yep. he's doing absolutely amazing. Yeah, he's got a brand new smile, which is like that's more authentic to who he is. Yeah, because he is he's the real deal. Um, what I meant by that was, um, I'm really. Where was I? <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. Yeah. I, I, I'm seven days. Yeah. It was seven days. Yes. There you go. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I get hit in the head for a living ladies and gentlemen <laughs> that are listening. I, I think that I told Chris this on the Brooklyn bridge. I was like, brother, we're here nine months later after you almost jumped off this bridge. And now you're back into Austin. You're in sober living. You're about to become the house manager. You're doing all this stuff. But let, listen to me, bro. I've lost too many people this year mm-hmm. to suicide and overdose and other things like that. That if you relapse, like, don't let this take you out completely. Just get back on the horse because, like, a few days isn't anything in the comparison yeah. to like years. Don't get it wrong. It doesn't justify it. No, no, it doesn't justify it, it at and all. A lot of people, I remember when COVID was their justification to use. Oh, yeah. oh shit, COVID, we're on lockdown. I'm allowed to use now. And it, and it killed them. So there's a fine line though. It's you, you have to have the right perception, but by no means that mindset cannot justify you using because it can kill you. I guess that it's a balance, right? Because sometimes you relapse and then that kills somebody. And then thinking that it's okay to relapse, that can kill you too. Exactly. And so that fine balance of don't beat yourself down too much that you end up killing yourself by using or suicide because of relapsing look at it as the opportunity, look at it as the new experience, look at it as, you know what I learned? I learned from this little setback. Yeah. Or this, this opportunity. Well, brother, what, um, what's, what's some of the goals for, for black sheep boxing and how you want to help people? It's real simple, man. Uh, we're just going to keep doing what we started doing in day one. We just, it's case by case. Everything's situational. Um, just say yes. You know, most of the time, unless it's just some shit that just doesn't align with what we're doing. But right. it's uh, my staff, man. It's them. They, 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 they're one of the main reasons. All my staff, I trained in a garage. You know, I've been working with these with these kids, these young men in recovery, 20, 21, 22. Uh, and they're uh, – their heart. You know what I mean? It's not just me. I had this vision, but the way, the way I treated them is the way they're treating people. And so remember that movie, pay it forward. Mm -hmm. It's like my staff is, they're just, they're phenomenal. Like they're trying to pay it forward. Dude. It's crazy on how sincere and uh, outgoing and they're willing to do anything. They're, they're also working a program. They also help men and, and men get sober and they're 12 step in uh, uh, people to help get them in treatment. But they just, the way they treat people at the gym, it's like, if everybody keeps doing what they're doing, like that's our goal. You know what I mean? Like it's, 
it's it just helping people, but it's so case by case. It's so situational. It's hard to say exactly what our goal is. Um, as long as we don't become financially driven, I think we're going to be fine. You know, um, we're in the business of helping people and we have to truly understand that. And we can't get lost in the success. We can't get lost in the glout or, or, or the social media or, or all these amazing things. I'm on your fucking podcast, which is crazy. You know, like I look up to you for so long and I've been following you. And so like all this stuff is great, but we have to understand who we are, where we come from and what our purpose is here. Um, and if we continue to do that, then I'd know that we're going to be on the right track till the end. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, um, thank you for helping me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for, thank you for speaking hard truths to me too. Show me whenever I need it. Yeah. Yeah. Show, show you. me, you know, that's, that's what it comes down oh, to. Oh, show you that I'm thankful. Yeah. Okay. Action. Show me. That makes sense. Sounds good. I might've went back to that. Um, that black shoot boxing question, because I think I was feeling a little uncomfortable talking about me going to, to treatment. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, especially knowing this is a podcast. So, yeah. um, is there anything, is there anything I need to hear that, that, that you've, that you've been feeling or wanting to say, or, um, We'll do that off, off, off uh, microphone. You sure? You know, yeah, absolutely, man. Because at the end of the day, Justin, like your life looks different than a lot of other people. You get lost in 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 the validation. You get lost, and you can keep it real. And we'd be very transparent if you want to do this. Let's do it. You get lost on the likes. I truly think, and it's hard because I do it. I get lost. By people validating me through a screen. I get fucking lost. And when I say lost, you ask my girlfriend, like, I get lost, bro. And uh, I don't see it till somebody points it to my attention. And then, like, you, you're like, it's fucking hard, dude, whenever you're a public figure or when you're in the limelight because there's so much pressure and it's like you want to help and you're, and, but you're, you're, we're battling our own demons. And it's hard to help people consistently when we're not helping ourselves. You know what I mean? And what, what changes the way I feel is the phone. Oh. Facebook, Instagram. Changes, it makes me feel fucking great sometimes. You know, when people leave those comments and, and those amazing things on, on my Facebook wall. And uh, Jeff, you're doing amazing things. Like, I love that shit. And, and, and that's why my ego has the potential to kill me. Mm. You know, as the enemy. And a lot of times this is things people don't talk about yeah. that are in the public figure. They, they don't talk about this stuff because they're in fear that they're going to lose followers or people are going to think that that uh, my motives aren't pure. And like motives are pure, but we're, we're battling demons at the same time. And, and in order to 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 reach our optimal performance in life, but still battling the these internal demons, but we're not processing it with anybody and we're sweeping it under the rug. It's going to pop, bro. And now we're helped to nobody because we're fucking dead or we're in prison. This episode is brought to you by Onnit. Onnit.com slash overcome. I'm so grateful for them, the people that they are, the encouragement that they've been in my life, and uh, yeah, the, the support that they've showed the show. I 
am really looking forward to coming back out of treatment, taking care of my mental health, taking care of me, I guess, my, my mind and my soul, and then coming back out and going straight back to on it, gym ATX, just empowered, empowered from treatment. And I'm so grateful that I was able to be open, honest, and share with the team that I need to go do this, that I had a setback and that, uh, and that I need to go do this. And they were behind me fully supportive. And so I already said before this ever happened that they've been one of the most supportive companies and people that I've ever known. And so uh, if you want to support a great company and support yourself at the same time and support this podcast, go try Alpha Brain or Total Human or uh, one of their many awesome products. I'm, I'm really liking the Alpha Brain Focus Shots right now. Uh, those are like, I used to be hooked on these like five hour energy drinks and this is just so much cleaner, better. I feel like I get into that flow state faster and I stay in that flow state longer. I'm just so grateful for on it. So we're about to return to the show, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And make sure you go save yourself 10% at on it at on it.com slash overcome. Thanks guys. Let's get back to this episode. I, I, I appreciate you, you sharing that because I've been looking at it lately and I think that I think that if I when I go to treatment, I will see that before before the actual relapse to the substances, like I was spending more and more time on my phone. Absolutely. That that would that that I don't know if that's an indicator that if I if I start doing that, then I need to. Um, well, I just need. Yeah. The, I mean, I'm just trying to see what what's a signal, what's a. What's a, a tell? You know, I'm watching a guy when I'm fighting yeah. and I'm seeing what he's doing. And now I know, oh, okay. He's trying to throw an overhand right at me. So me, whenever I'm getting on my phone a little more, um, now a little more, a lot more, is that is that something in me like irritable or restless or discontented where it's like, uh, is that a trigger that maybe I'm going to start to use sometimes so or something like that? You being on a screen, does it affect your relationship? My relationship with me? My relationship with anybody? With oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, so, I mean, so, not, oh yeah, but there's been times that Amy and I have talked about it where so go to what, sleep. what's done through this screen, has it affected any relationships? Just yes or no? Yes. Okay. So the simple, the simplicity of that answer right there lets you know everything you need to know. Yeah, for sure. I think, I wonder what, if we can talk about validation, um, because this is good stuff for me to, to take into treatment and to look at. Um, I think authentically, I really do want to help people. Absolutely. Oh, I know that for 110%. When I, when I help people, I, I like, it does help me, but I think, I, I think even if I, even, even an addiction, if someone's going like when I'm high, if there's been times that now, oftentimes not, but there has been times that I will help somebody else while I'm in addiction and yeah. I'm not, and I'm not helping me. And so I think that that has validated me before where it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm in a bad place right now, but I've helped this person and it, at least I did something. Um, I don't know. What, so, what do you think validate? What's validation to you? So getting those likes, getting it. So validation to me is somebody patting me on the back um, for, um, 
validating me for for any type of like these actions that I'm giving to the universe. Uh, yeah. Like a lot of people, let me give a, a homeless guy five dollars and let me videotape me doing it. Then let me post it on social media so people tell me I'm a good person. I fucking can't stand that shit. Yeah. Whenever I first got sober, I'm literally like I'm telling my story at at uh, meetings and all this stuff, and I'm calling my mom. <laughs> And I'm like, hey, mom, like I'm pretty much saving lives. Look at me. Look at me. Right. Self can't see self. I didn't realize I was doing this until I got some sobriety time. Um, And one of my favorite ones is when I've got a year sober, I called my sponsor and I was like, hey, so and so. Hey, today's a year. And he hung up on me. And I call him back and I'm like, hey, sorry, bro. We, uh, We just got connected. He goes, no, no, we fucking didn't, Jeff. He goes, congratulations for doing exactly what the fuck you should have been doing your whole life. Mm. Wait, now you want to pat on the back because you're a decent human being? You, you fucking kidding me, bro? Wow. It's a powerful moment. Yeah. It, it, it's that it, everybody, it, the thing is, is I believe in some people, you, some other individuals I know, it's truly in you to help. You have, you have this big heart. But at the same time, you struggle with addiction. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 I, I always try to simplify things as best as I can, because for me, it lowers my anxiety. Can, can I ask you this? This would simplify it for me. I think, I think people in recovery, um, you know, they want to keep count so strong, like of, I've got 60 days, I've got a year, I've got. You know, and, and we get the chips and we get all that stuff and it helps us. It does help us. It's not for us. It's for the newcomer. It's for the newcomer. Good. That's good to know. It's to, it's, it's to show. It's to, the reason why we do chips is because we get to show the newcomer it's possible. Wow. So it has nothing to do with us. That's so good. Because for me, I, I'm a, I, this is the question asking you and I'm going to ask it at treatment. Is it all right to just let go of the sobriety birthday and just, just fucking be sober? Just be sober. Every, one day at a time and not necessarily count it up to where you put it on some sort of pedestal, pedestal or goal or achievement or, you know, cause at a year, I mean, my goal is to get a year after I get out of this treatment right. facility, but at the same time, like, I don't know that I need to celebrate it. Yeah. Don't because, put limitations on it. Yeah. Just the, the biggest part about this is be, it's not even about stacking up sobriety time. It's learning how to be a good human. Because, I mean, I'll be, I'm sure you've heard this before. When you're in your addiction, you're not a good person, Justin. Yeah. Keep it real with you. You're not. I disappear and I cut off. You hurt people. Like, let's just get real. You fucking hurt people. When I'm in my addiction, the things that I've done is, uh, it it makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah, me too. You know, so- Um, the biggest thing, bro, is, uh, if we're being real, like I, I, I dipped out on Amy and it was like, dude, I know painful. Yeah. Painful to her and really painful that I hurt her. You literally, you have, it's spiritual warfare. You have this amazing human being and then you have this motherfucker that will. Yeah. You know what I mean? Question is, is how do you keep this motherfucker in the cage? Yeah. And that's the process that I've learned where I could keep adding Jeff in a cage. I will never act like he's not there. I acknowledge him every day and I respect him. And the thing is, it's not a bad thing, but because I respect and acknowledge addict Jeff, I get to live the life I live today, which Mm -hmm. is absolutely beautiful. 
absolutely beautiful. I think one of the hardest things for me in this whole process has been, well, I, I was invited to AA meetings. Well, uh, probably the first time at like 19, 19 years old. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't frequent. It was like a hit or miss, like once, maybe every few years. Right. But the first time I was invited to a meeting was 19 years old. Um, and might've been 18, 18, 19 years old. Anyways, the hardest step for me, I don't know if there's a step zero, but it was like getting into the doors. It was like getting help. It was like not just admitting I was powerless, but like just getting. Yeah. And so I think that that was powerful. What you said about like acknowledging it, because I think the hardest thing for me, one of the hardest things for me to do in my life was to admit I was an addict, mm -hmm. was to admit I couldn't do this on my own, that fear I couldn't being just overcome judged. it. Not even fear of being judged. Yes. Yes. Fear of being judged. But accompanying that was just that I, I, that I, that this was, that it was just inevitable that I couldn't just stop. Because I could do other stuff. So if I can do this, this, or that, why can't I not do this? And so that, that mental obsession of it'll be different this time. Mm -hmm. Times that I'd use was like a experiment, yeah, a you test. You know the definition of insanity, right? Yeah. Go ahead and say it though. Trying the same thing over and mm. over again, expecting a different result. Mm. It's fucking insanity. You know? Yeah. It's uh, the minute we- In my addiction, I'm insane. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's not of my, not of right mind, not of like, I'm, it's so weird. My, my friend, uh, I had a friend that, that talked to me the other day and he said he's never seen someone in his life that whenever they take THC or cannabis or marijuana, yeah. that, that it just changes them so much. I talked to that friend. Yeah an hour after it happened and uh the thing is is i've known that to happen to a handful of people the thing is is your brain ticks the way your brain ticks under whatever drug it's on you know what i mean so um i had to get rid of the delusion that because just because somebody else you know eats a, a sweet potato and it doesn't up their stomach doesn't mean when i eat that sweet potato my stomach won't be upset you know, so it's like you have to understand how your brain works, how your body reacts to these abnormal substances you're putting in your body, and you have to expect it and you have to acknowledge it. If you don't, it, it's going to get worse. And this is a disease of progression. Can you tell me what that means? This last time you used, and be honest with me, did it get twice as bad, twice as fast? At least. It's a disease of progression. You stay sober for another year, you pick up again, it's going to be worse. It's going to get bad. It's, uh, I've been in this field for, for uh, not too long, but a good bit. And uh, every time somebody goes out, it gets twice as bad. Yeah. It's, it's so for me to, and I'm not trying to get too whatever about it, woo woo. Um, it wasn't worse in the fact that like, I didn't try to kill myself. Right. But it was worse in the duration was shorter, but the pace was so much faster or the usage was, yes. it was just like, I mean, I, I, 
in, not that I don't want to get into all the details because that doesn't truly matter, but like what someone else might use, just talking about marijuana, taking, they might, they might take them weeks to what I used in a day um, or, or at least days, you know? And so that's, that, that's what really scared me this time. That's what really scared me this time was like, I've got to, I've got to change. I have to, I must. Well, life's going to keep beating you up. Until I do. <laughs> until you until, do. Until I do or until I finally don't. Yeah, or not that, or if you lose. The, 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 the beautiful thing is, is you're in an amazing position because I'm going to keep real with you, Justin. A lot of people relapse and they don't have not just the resources, but the support team that you have. You have it made. Keep it real with you, bro. I work with people and I see men and women that come into treatment that have fucking nothing. They have sandals. They don't even have shoes, bro. No clothes, no socks, no mom, no dad, no girlfriend, no nothing to where the staff is bringing stuff that's in their closet so they could be comfortable. You will lose it if you continue. It's not a matter of if, it's it's a matter of when. For sure. You will lose all of it. Everything. Yeah. And it's, I'm always the individual. If you tell me that stove's hot, I won't believe you. I have to touch it myself. That's unfortunately, that's the way I've always had to learn. You know, people don't do that. Don't drive drunk. It's like, no, I'll figure out for myself. So I really hope that, uh, that something hits. So you don't lose it all. Yeah. That's my, that's, uh, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I know, man. And, um, I, uh, I, um, like, like before I came back and, and decided I was going to do this mm-hmm. and go to treatment, like, dude, I just had this moment of just like literally on my face, just bawling, mm-hmm. saying like, I, I can't continue this way. I can't hurt people. I can't lose all this, not all this, but I can't, I can't lose me. Yeah. Like the actual me, not the addict me. I want to lose him, yeah. <laughs> but like, I can't lose me. And so, um, I'm just really looking forward to a new experience, my man. And I'm grateful you're along, uh, this journey, this ride with me that I have your support, your friendship. And, um, I guess I hope that this not just helps me, but helps somebody else that's listening, you know? Yeah. That's the goal, man. If we could inspire, motivate, and show one person, if 10 million thousand people listen to this podcast, and if one person says, man, I want to get some help, then it was all worth it. Yeah. All worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. How, 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 how your story and then how I've seen in my life, like when we ask for help, the universe, God, people show up to, to provide it. And, um, and yeah, there's a lot of people that, that, that don't have the support system I have. So I, one of the things I got to take into treatment is gratitude, gratitude. That's was just gotta be so freaking grateful. And the biggest thing is we'll, I'm sure we'll wrap it up. We'll end soon with this is understanding that gratitude. Justin is an action. It's not a saying. The biggest thing with individuals that are in the public figure, we could speak well, right? Um, we could sell salt to a slug. We could sell water to a whale. By you experiencing, or myself, I still hold myself to the same standard. 
by me expressing to you that I'm grateful for you, but yet I don't fucking call you or check on you. I'm not fucking grateful. If you go into treatment and if you're like, man, I'm so grateful to the staff. I'm so grateful for this opportunity, but you're still trying to pull strings on the outside. You're not grateful. If you're still staff splitting or if you're still calling your loved one and asking to send you, send me this and will you send me this and send me that you're not grateful. Not a lot of people, just because you tell me you're grateful, that don't mean shit. It doesn't. It's gratitude is an action. It's not a feeling. It's doing the right thing when nobody's looking and not seeking fucking validation for it. Express real gratitude. Yeah. So if you're grateful, which I, I truly believe you are. And show everybody. Yeah. Get in there and put put in the work. I don't even have to say it if I show it. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's going to see it. Yeah. It's good, man. It's really, really good stuff. Well. <laughs> I love this shit. I love it. What do you love? I just love everything about, you know, this way of life and, and the ups and downs and the ebb and flow and the transparency and the communication and the highs and the lows. Um, it's just, I love it because it, it's, it's just so, so hopeful. You know, th this is real life. Yeah. And I think a lot of people need to talk about it more. Um, I think a lot of people need to have a, a better awareness. You know, uh, people say, well, why, why don't they just stop? You know, I don't expect anybody to ever understand what somebody in true addiction goes through. Um, selfishness and self-centeredness is one of the root of all of our problems. So absolutely what they're saying is valid, but there's, there's a, a, an underlying issue that needs to be taken care of. And a lot of people just don't have the opportunity to get help. Yeah. Um, and I think if more people become aware, um, and there might be a lot more opportunities out there for individuals to get clean, to get sober and uh, to rebuild their life. And so that's what I love about talking about it. I love about embracing this. I love everything about it because um, for every sad story that that I witness in my life, um, I get to witness about 10, 10 beautiful stories following. Mm -hmm. um, and the more we talk about it, just uh, uh, for me, the easier things get. Wow. Uh, is there anything you want to leave anyone with? How, how can people follow you, check out the gym or is there anything that just is you're feeling like that burn? <laughs> as I say at AA, yeah, is there man, a burning I, desire? I guarantee, uh, that there's somebody out there listening to this that's struggling hands down. It's going to hit somewhere, some way something's going to surface. And if you're listening or if you're struggling with, addiction, uh, mental health, suicide ideations, like you're not fucking alone. Yeah, <laughs> you no. know, um, I, I would highly recommend, you know, there's meetings near you search meeting near me. You know what I mean? Uh, search black sheep boxing, send us a message. Um, there's so many resources out there to get help. A lot of times people, they think they're alone, uh, that nobody's going to love them or that, that, you know, I can't tell people that I've had a lot of people say, be addicted to opiates, uh, pills, and they've been undercover for like two years, just struggling with addiction. Uh, like you come out and just say like, you need some help. Like nobody gives a shit. Like people are here to help. You know what I mean? And, and so if that is you, uh, just pick up the phone, get on the internet, um, and just walk through some fear. And I promise it will probably be the best decision that they ever make. To um, ask for help. Yeah. And it's, it's, 
Because that's Co- strength. Yeah, just a couple words. It's just just ask for help, man. You know, and and there's there's gonna be somebody there. Yeah. Um, the hard part is just fucking asking. Mm. You know. Um, besides that, just I'm praying for you, and I'm excited for you. Thank you. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to this this new journey. We'll finally get to that fourth and fifth step and get all the way through them. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna leave until I do. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Let me show you. Let me show you. So say it to you. Um, I love you. Thank you. People need to check out at black sheep boxing. Yeah. On just, uh, Instagram, Instagram, black sheep boxing What's the website, black sheep boxing com. It is real quick. Can you do the YouTube? What's the, what's the, I want people to see your story. I'm going to actually go back and put this in the intro, but the fight for your life. Yeah. What's the easiest way to put in the search bar? Yeah. It's on our website. It's on the website. Yeah, okay, yeah, so go to so, Black Sheep Box and that's the hub. Yeah. Go there, blacksheep1.com. Yes. The number one. The number, yeah. We and then the and then person, go there. I was gonna say the person that had blacksheepboxing.com was it was a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. And then they 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 weren't coming up off of it. And for no reason. Like they just had yeah, the domain name. They're like, that's no, fine. they didn't speak English. And I'm just like, can we could we buy it from you? They're like, nope. I yeah. said, okay. Okay. So, so I put a one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's so, fine. But uh they'll be able to find the YouTube and the documentary. What's your favorite yeah. one? Favorite video? Um, hands down, uh, the fight for your life docu series. Yep. Uh, we traveled the United States and we, there three or four episodes of that. Uh, well, there's going to be 10, but we were releasing episode two soon. Oh, too soon. So, That's what I meant. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, it's, uh, where we travel the United States and we interview people that utilize combat sports to help cope with mental health and substance abuse. Yeah. So That's we went to New York, man. Southampton, New York for Hill Street. I love boxing. it. I love yeah. that one. I actually just sent that to some people that were curious about who you are. I was like. Yeah, this is the nice. this is the guest today. I yeah. actually shared it with the Hot Pie team. Yeah. So. And I get to live this life again because I struggle with substance abuse and alcoholic. So embrace um, that. Yeah, it's like it's fucking great. Like I love it, you know. Yeah. Life is good. All right, man. I love you so much. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you overcomers uh for tuning in to this episode wrapping up uh my time with my good friend, Jeffrey Meadows. I'm really grateful for his support, his encouragement, him uh, having my back. And we also have another episode coming soon. That's going to be with Dr. Daniel Amen. That's going to be our next one, I believe. And that's, uh, I've got a appointment with him coming up. I reached out and asked him if he would, if you'd help Dr. Daniel Amen is a 12 time New York times bestselling author uh, to Ted talks. He's one of the best psychiatrists in the world today. And I'm so grateful that he's my doctor. And so he said, yes, I think that that's going to pairing these together, Jeff's and Dr. Amon's episodes. I, I hope that it's going to be a resource for anyone, you know, or yourself that might be going through any sort of struggles with, uh, mental health or with addiction or with alcoholism or just anything in life. Because I think some of these principles uh, are all about taking care of yourself and, and living a better way of life. So I'm um, have a lot to process right now. I probably won't make this outro very long except for, uh, to say thank you for tuning in. And also that I think I'll, I'll, we'll have a few more episodes for you. Um, but my priority right now is getting myself to treatment and to, um, take care of, take care of myself and to get some help from some, some real professionals. Um, All right, Overcomers, thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, you have overcome 100% of your darkest days. Thanks. 
Hey, don't forget to send your Overcome stories to overcomepodcast at gmail.com. And also, rate, review, subscribe, and follow Overcome with Justin Wren. 